to um, the Gospel of Mark. We're going to be looking at um, one story there, and um, an encounter that Jesus has with, with a woman. And um, in, in um, Mark chapter 7, verses 24 onwards, we find <clears throat> a story which is very, to me, it's good for today. And there, and from there, he arose and went away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered a house and did not want anyone to know, yet he could not be uh, hidden. But immediately a woman whose little daughter had an unclean spirit heard of him and came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Gentile, Syrophoenician by birth, and she begged him to cast out the demon out of her daughter. And he said to her, let the children be fed first. It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, Lord, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this statement you may go your way. The demon has left your daughter. And he went home, and she went home and found the child lying in bed and the demon gone. Amen. Um, I thought it's, um, I like seeing the encounters of Jesus. I really do like these stories and um, these moments where we see Jesus encountering people, especially people of different cultures. I like, I like listening to people's stories, especially those who have traveled from one nation to another, who maybe made their home in London, maybe have left whatever region or country for, for a time, maybe for training or work or studies. And I always find it it's interesting, the, the culture shock, the, the difficulties to understand one another. And um, I, I, I grew up very, in a very Latin American kind of culture, and I love seeing how that also kind of plays out with other cultures. And, um, I usually, I would go with a group from England, a missionary group, to Colombia. We would do missions out there. And I always found that the British would always like to make their cues, the lines, and wait to, to be served at the restaurant or the coffee shop and everything, or receiving certain things. And it was strange seeing all the, the Latinos or Colombians rushing in and just bumping in and pushing people out the side. And I could just laugh at both of those things at the same time and seeing myself in both. And I, I sometimes say, I feel when I'm with British people, I, I tend to feel a little more Latino. And when I'm with the Latinos, I tend to feel more British. So I'm a bit of an odd thing <laughs> there. But I, I like seeing how Jesus also has these encounters. And, and he's actually, in this story, what we read, he's, he's going away from his, from his region, his people, where he's been ministering for a while. And he's, he want, it seems that he wants this time alone, a time to maybe you know, reflect and kind of gather strength and energy again and, and spend time with God. But he goes away from, from, from the people of God. He's kind of spending away from his from his um, nation, and yet he, in this, there's still this other encounter. Just previously to this um, text, just to give a little bit of context, he, he was talking about what was clean and unclean, and what, what was good to eat and what wasn't good to eat, but, but more he was speaking about what, you know, it's not so much what we eat that defiles us, but what is in our heart that defiles us. And I think that here in this, in this encounter with a woman, he now puts it into a visual. He's kind of actually now living it out and explaining, well, look, I want to show you how this all works out. And so we see that this in this story, that in this encounter, he, he, this woman comes and is having this difficulty, this uh, situation that she, her, her family members, is, well, is sick or demonized, however you want to put it. And, he, and she's wanting a miracle, wanting something to bring a transformation. And she's stepping out. I mean, I, there's some things that I see in her that I, I really, really like. I mean, there's these values and traditions and culture that she has 
But yet she's willing, you know, to, to step out of this world and, and she hears, okay, Jesus is here. The message has gone across, the, the, you know, the, with the known world at that time. That he was healing the sick, that the people were raising from the dead, that he was teaching a great message. And so something in her stirred up. She goes, well, he's nearer to me. I'm, I'm going to make, I'm going to step out and I'm going to look for him and I'm going to try and get this. And I see these kind of things about her that kind of draws me more to the story and really touches me because... Again, there's this image of what is clean and unclean, what is acceptable, what is not acceptable, what these two cultures or these two different worlds are about to collide, and how Jesus also, in the story, doesn't allow, or doesn't keep the status quo. He even breaks out of the box in some of the things. And so, first thing I see in her, she's, she's bold. She, this is a very bold woman. She comes and she looks for him. She's not intimidated. Remember, women in this culture, in this time, they weren't treated equally as men, and, and, and um, they weren't respected, and you know, they were kept quiet and at the back, and yet she really stands out. She goes for it. She crosses over. She's wanting to, to go, and, she, she, you know, and even sometimes when we have these questions like, but what if he doesn't accept me, or what if they push me aside, or what if... Sometimes when, when we're trying to do something for the Lord, when, or when we're trying to break a barrier, there's all these questions, and what's going to happen, what if they don't accept me, or what if... And you can imagine all of those emotions in her. And we just maybe, you know, prophetically illustrate a little bit with her. She's probably struggling and thinking, okay, he's Jewish. I know their culture. They don't accept people from outside. I mean, they treat horrible the Samaritans. We're dogs or pigs or we're treated as, as, as not acceptable. So she has these things probably. She's, she, knows the, she knows the cultures maybe from her, her time. And yet she goes over the what if. She goes past that question. She just breaks through that barrier. And she goes into it. And, I, and I, I, I see that boldness in her. But I also like this thing about her not being offendable. I mean, we hear the stories, and Jesus says it, you know, it is not right to give to the little dogs the bread of the children. And that's quite, you know, that's a strong, <laughs> strong way of saying it. You know, you know it, it, literally she could, you're calling me a dog. And yet she doesn't, she's not offended. And it, it's interesting because he does say little dog. He doesn't say dogs. And it, this was a way of, bringing in demon. What he was saying is, there's Jews and there's Gentiles. And the Gentiles were treated as dogs. They were seen as not accepted. And yet, Jesus here says a little bit more, the little dogs are not. And there is something more that he adds. In the verse 27, he says, let the children be fed first. Now, that's really important in this. Because um, he didn't say, let the children only be fed. He was saying, first, my priorities to the people of my nation. First, my priorities there. But he wasn't being, let's say, just holding into one group. If anything, he was just saying, I'm going to start here because I need to feed them so that they will feed you. I need to start with, with this group, heal them so they can also heal you. And, that, and it's interesting that she doesn't let herself be offended. She doesn't hold on to this. She doesn't let herself be discouraged by his words. <clears throat> and then, especially because she's asking for a miracle, especially because the, 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 the power of God is there. She knows, I've got to break through to this. I've got to get what God has here for me. And, um, and instead of holding on, she continues. And she's, I like the way, she's a very quick thinker. Comes with, you know, a good comeback. Even the little dogs eat from the crumbs that fall from the table. That's a quick answer. I like, I like people who are able to think quick. I find that a lot, especially with Pastor Rod. He's a quick at thinking things through and giving good answers. I like that. I'm, I'm more of a... Um, slow to think. If someone says to me something quite hard, I have to take a while to come back. <laughs> I kind of walk away, think about it, talk to my wife. I should have said this and I should have said that. 
But I, I find it that this woman has this boldness. I see she's not a, unoffendable. And I see that she has this quick way of answering and saying, yes, I agree with you. Yes, you have to feed your, your nation first. You have to first look after the people that are with you. But also, you know, there's some for us. And then, you know, you see this determination in her. You see that she's not going to let this situation hold her back. You see this, you know, she's, she's an intercessor. She's pleading for someone else's case. She's not asking, and it is a family situation. But I, I do like that about intercessors. When, have you ever spent time with some of them in church? They have this passion and drive, and they pray for something. I, I have an intercessor who calls me. She's a lady from Argentina, and she always prays for us. She has this boldness, and she it seems like she just goes up to the throne of God and just very boldly asks for things, and we always see these answers to prayer as, she, as we join together with her. She's, you know, this woman is determined, not allowed this, this sickness or this demonic thing to hold her or the family back. And I, I see that in, <clears throat> in this encounter that Jesus has here. He breaks through all of these things. So, you know, we understand that the bigger message in all of this is the gospel. That he came, he died for us, he rose, that, that salvation is for all, for everyone. But he wanted to, for the people to understand, you know, that the message wasn't just that the Jewish nation would be saved, that the Spirit of God would be poured on all flesh, that all would hear the gospel, that all would come to Christ, that even in Abraham's promise, even in him, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. And here Jesus is living it out, and he's surprised, in, in some cases, saying, you know, this woman's faith, because of what you've said, because you've not been offended, your determination, because you're interceding, I'm going to release this. And, and, and he, she receives her miracle. So you see, this whole thing, and I enjoy this whole interaction that happens here. I see this, this change and this hunger. And, I, and I'm grateful, <clears throat> because um, something that we see a lot as we pray for people, one of the things that we always ask is, Lord, for healing. We pray for people to be healed in their hearts, but also physical healing. One of the things that um, we, we come and pray for and asking the Lord to do. And um, sometimes we say, okay, is it the faith of the person? Or is it the faith of the, the minister preaching or the word or the man or the woman? At the, or is it God in that? And, it, and it's a combination of all of these things. So I, I do see in, in the ministry here, Jesus, he, Jesus Again, I, I, something I've, I've been meditating on and seeing is that he protected women, he empowered women, <clears throat> he honored women publicly, he released the voice of women, he confided in women, he celebrated women by name, and he learned from women and respected. And this woman, in faithful submission, received her miracle. She was able to, to come before him and, and say. So it's to, just for this afternoon, thinking about these things, it's <clears throat> to ask the Lord to put a boldness in us. And when we come before him and as we encounter him, yeah, there may be, and even as we understand that God heals and brings restoration in community, that we have this boldness as we share with one another, have this uh, um, characteristic to not be offended because of the differences that we are and, uh, and know how to bring our requests before God together and be determined about it. We're praying here for revival and outpouring. We're praying here for transformation in the city. We're praying here for healing on, upon our land, and to be that, that boldness in like this woman to pray. And so I want to, I want to pray. I want to pray with you, and I want to ask. And, I, and my, my gifting is, is, is to minister in this part as well. And it's something that I, I always pray for is, is for people's uh, physical and emotional healing. 
So I, I want to uh, ask you there where you are, if you can stand with me as we pray. And I just want you to just, um, we, we give this time to the Lord. This is a room of prayer and intercession. And, and just as, as we've seen in the story, this woman has something that's affecting her family, affecting her situation, that we can also have that boldness. And we come and be part also of this story as well and say, Lord, we have family members that need you. We know people around us at work, people around our our community that are in need of a touch from you. We know there's, there's families, there's, there's children that need to know and hear the gospel. There are those who are oppressed, who have depression, anxiety, and fear. And Lord, I'm here in this, in this amazing city of London where there's so many cultures and so many nationalities and all living together. We, we pray, Lord Father. And Lord, even as we speak to one another, we bring that healing word, that we bring that that touch and that transformation, Lord, that we bring your truth into the community, that we bring, Lord, your light into the people, Lord. So, Father, I pray right now, Father, for healing in this room right now, healing in emotions, Lord, Father, for those who maybe feel alone, for those who maybe feel anxious, Lord, for those who are worrying about uh, the changes that are happening right now in the city, Lord, right now in the, in, across Europe, Lord. We're living in a time of Brexit, Lord, a time where... We, we know a change is going to happen, but there's no clarity, Lord. But you are, Lord, the King of kings and Lord and of lords. You are the Alpha and the Omega, Lord. And Lord, we know that all the kingdoms are under your power and, and reign. And we know, Lord, you have the last word in all of these things. And Father, that even in the difficulties, the trials, and the pain of it all, Lord, you're with us. And so, Father, I pray for those of men and women here that are ministering and, and working here in the city, Lord. I pray, Lord Father, that in the same way that, that you give them a boldness to speak, a boldness of, of, to stand, a boldness to communicate your truth, Lord Father. I pray, Lord Father, also, Lord, that you help, Lord Father, that they, to, and I, I put myself in him, to not be offended when we are amongst others, Lord. And to know that we're, you came and, and became flesh, became human, became part of our story as well. And you suffered, you we felt pain and you took our sin. But yet, Lord Father, we see the glory as you forgave, as you did not held it account to us, Lord, but on the cross died for our sins, washed them, Lord Father, and rose again and, and seated in heavenly places. And Father, you give us that a new identity, Lord Father. So Father, we bring our offenses, our hurt, our pain to you today as well, Lord. We bring those things in our hearts, in our lives, Lord, that, un, that it may be hindering us from entering into the miracle, entering into your provision and hearing your voice, Lord. So we bring those things, whether it's family or marriages, work mates, or, or even things happening with, with those that are around our, our community, Lord. We pray right now, Lord, that those offenses, those things that we hold on to be released, Lord. We pray that you give us that ability, Lord, to just bring the opposition and bring that prayer to you correctly, Lord Father. Lord, not our will, but your will be done. Not our way or our thoughts, but your thoughts be done, Lord. We bring those things here to you, Lord. We present them here to you, Father. And we pray, Lord Father, that you give us a godly determination, Lord. 
Lord, it is easy to give up. It is easy just to say it's not going to change or it never has changed. But Lord, we want to be determined. Lord, knowing that we are running the race, doing your will, fulfilling your call, Lord. That you said, Lord Father, that you will pour out your spirit, Lord. That you will, uh, the, the outpouring and a revival upon the land again, Lord. That we will see a, a change in hearts of people, men, women, young and old, Lord. That we will see, Father, a, a, a transformation. Lord Father, we pray for that determination, that boldness, Lord Father. That you fill us again with your Holy Spirit. That you fill us again with your presence, Lord, we pray. Father, I ask that your angels surround and protect. Father, that your spirit fill our hearts, Lord, and that we can speak your word, that we can come with a refreshing and, and, and an unction from you, Lord Father, to speak to the places that you place us in, Lord. We thank you for that, Lord. We, we thank you for that, Lord. We, we give you glory and honor. We praise you, Lord. And I thank you, Lord, that you've, you've placed us in this time and in this place, Lord. You're doing something new. Father, we come before you. And I pray also for physical healing now, Lord. I pray for those maybe who have back pains, maybe uh, neck pains, for those who are maybe suffering from arthritis or any type of ailment in their bodies, Lord. I rebuke any attack of the enemy in the name of Jesus. I command any sickness to leave their bodies and pray for your healing touch. I ask, Holy Spirit, bring your healing touch on muscles, bones, tendons, Lord, healings upon their organs, Lord Father, anything that may be affecting them. And Lord, that they be touched and healed in every part of their body, Lord. Father, that they just feel refreshed, strengthened in your spirit, Lord. We come in your wonderful name, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. That when anything that, any other petition, Lord, that we pray today before you, Lord. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. I, I want to thank you for the lift being fixed. We've been praying for that for so long here, Lord. And we're seeing some. And that just may also be a prophetic sign of something new happening in the ministry here of City Temple that we will break through and go up, Lord Father. So Father, I just thank you for that, Lord. Father, we give you the glory and the honor. Just as you lift up your hands in prayer, Father, I, I bless them, Lord Father. I bless them with your grace, with your wisdom, Lord Father, your empowerment of the Holy Spirit. As we worship you, Lord, fill us afresh again. Fill us with, the, with your anointing, we pray. Amen. Amen.